This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced in the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Tropical fruits have compelled a lot of my attention lately in this sort of barren window when citrus is really just on its last legs and berries haven't quite burst onto the scene in enough quantity or at low enough prices for my taste and really with the flavor that they have in summertime. So I've been buying pineapples, papaya, and mangoes. Mangoes tend to have a little bit broader availability, but they can be hit or miss. I was disappointed earlier in the year with some of the mangoes I had purchased intending to make sticky rice with mango. And then within the past month, I finally found some really, really high quality, ripe, flavorful, just beautiful mangoes at my locally owned grocer. And I finally made this recipe that I have enjoyed at Thai restaurants many times over the years after buying a bag of glutinous rice at an Asian market. This is the key ingredient for this recipe that I shared in my most recent food section column, and those run every other week in the Meal Tribune's food section, also under the name The Whole Dish. This one published May 18th was headlined Ticket to the Tropics, and I published along with the sticky rice with mango recipe, a recipe for mini pina colada pavlovas, which I haven't tried yet. I'm a huge fan of meringue, and I'm definitely putting this one on my list with a homemade pineapple curd. You could also follow instructions in my column to make a looser pineapple sauce. Find that recipe, again, published May 18th under the headline, Ticket to the Tropics. For this podcast, I'm going to share the recipe for sticky rice with mango, as well as some other recipes that are a little bit looser in concept that you can use some not-so-fresh mangoes, the ones you get that they're just a little brown in the middle. I'm not quite sure why that happens, if it's being overripe. I try to be really, really careful about which ones I picked, but I just got another one at the store the other day. It was not perfect when I cut it open. I don't want to throw it in the trash. They're expensive. So what do you do with those? The very simple answer is you can blend them up into sauces. You can preserve them as chutney. I shared on my most recent blog post a recipe for pineapple chutney. Same idea. So I want to share this mango barbecue sauce as well as a mango soup. It can be eaten chilled when the weather warms up, and it's just really, really delicious. Just a little bit offbeat. But first, the recipe for sticky rice with mango, and I cannot speak highly enough of this recipe. It's a little involved in that you are cooking the rice over simmering water in a colander. I had never done that before. This recipe that comes from Gourmet Magazine, I have to believe is authoritative. So I'm going to stand by the instructions. Maybe someone has pulled this off in a rice cooker, but 
this recipe calls for soaking the water overnight. That is a very important step. And then again, cooking it in this sort of unconventional way over simmering water in a sieve or a colander. So it calls for one and a half cups glutinous rice, which is also called sweet rice. Pay really close attention to this verbiage on the package. You can't use just any type of rice for this. It will not work, at least yielding the results that you're going for, which is that classic like sticky texture. You can almost like pick it up with your fingers. One and a third cups well-stirred canned unsweetened coconut milk. That's a divided use. A third cup plus three tablespoons granulated sugar. That's a divided use. A quarter teaspoon salt, one tablespoon sesame seeds that have been lightly toasted, and one large mango. Peeled, pitted, and sliced. Put the one and a half cups glutinous rice into a large bowl and cover with water by several inches. Stir the rice with a spoon or with your clean hands until the water becomes cloudy. Drain the water through a strainer to catch any falling rice. Repeat two or three more times until the water runs primarily clear for the most part. Then soak the rice to cover the level it comes to in cold water overnight. When you're ready to proceed with sticky rice with mango, drain the rice well in a sieve. Set the sieve over a large, deep saucepan of simmering water. The sieve should not touch the water. And steam the rice covered with a kitchen towel and a lid for 30 to 40 minutes or until it's tender. You need to check the water level in the pan occasionally, adding more water if it's needed to keep this simmering and producing steam continuously. While the rice is cooking in a small saucepan, bring one cup of the coconut milk to a boil with one third cup of the granulated sugar and a quarter teaspoon salt. Stir until the sugar is dissolved and then remove from the heat. Keep that mixture warm. It's going to be incorporated into the rice. Transfer the hot cooked rice to a bowl and stir in that coconut milk mixture and let the rice stand covered for 30 minutes or until the coconut milk mixture is absorbed. You may be tempted to rush this. I know I was tempted to rush this and I don't think mine absorbed quite long enough, but this is something you want to make before cooking dinner so it does have time to absorb that coconut milk mixture rather than like try to rush it at the end when you're dying for this <laughs> delicious, delicious dessert that I said also could be breakfast in my most recent column. So you can prepare the rice up to this point for two hours ahead of time and keep it covered at room temperature. While the rice is standing, you're going to make a thicker coconut syrup to drizzle on top. You do that by boiling in a clean, smaller pan the remaining third cup coconut milk, again, that's been stirred well from the can, with the remaining three tablespoons sugar, stirring occasionally for one minute. Transfer the sauce to a small bowl and chill until it's cool and thickened slightly. You can also do this like in the freezer, which is what I did to really cool it off quickly if you are preparing it, you know, sort of with just a few minutes to spare. So to serve this, mold the servings of the sticky rice onto dessert plates. You can use a small bowl, a rice bowl, a bowl intended for rice works really well the portions that you would often get in an Asian restaurant, and then drizzle the desserts with that chilled coconut milk sauce. Sprinkle with the sesame seeds and divide the mango slices among the plates. You can drizzle the mango with the coconut milk sauce too. You're going to have plenty. 
And that makes six servings of sticky rice with mango published in my most recent food section column, May 18th, under the headline Ticket to the Tropics. Give that one a try. You will not be disappointed. It's authentic. It's satisfying. It's pure comfort food. I don't want to share a single bite of this when I have a portion to myself. For, again, a light kind of warm weather dish using mangoes that aren't quite so appealing raw sliced up alongside the sticky rice with mango for example there's this mango soup this is one that I've published to my blog the whole dish in years past and went back and retrieved it from my recipe files it calls for two large ripe mangoes have been peeled and roughly chopped a half teaspoon peeled and grated fresh ginger a half tablespoon chopped fresh lemongrass a half cup chicken stock or broth a half cup plain yogurt six large cooked shrimp you could omit those either if you just don't care for them you don't have them and two tablespoons chopped fresh cilantro start mango soup by combining in a blender or food processor fitted with a metal blade the two large ripe mangoes have been peeled pitted and roughly chopped the half teaspoon peeled and grated fresh ginger the half tablespoon chopped fresh lemongrass and the half cup chicken stock or broth you can also use lemongrass paste if it's a little challenging to find fresh lemongrass. I think that's a great substitute. And those are available in many grocers' refrigerated sections, typically by where kimchi and Asian noodles might be. Look for lemongrass paste. There's also ginger paste and herb paste. It's a great product. Process that mixture until it's smooth and place in a large bowl. Add the half cup plain yogurt and stir to combine, then chill thoroughly. To serve, ladle the soup into bowls. This makes about six servings, so six individual bowls. And place one of the shrimp in each bowl and garnish with some of the two tablespoons chopped fresh cilantro. Whole cilantro leaves, I think, are also nice for me. The cilantro flavor is just a lot cleaner than when it's been chopped up and it starts to oxidize a little bit. And again, it's a very light meal, could be a lovely appetizer, maybe to a summer barbecue when you could also use this mango mustard barbecue sauce if you have mangoes that are just a little off or fresh mangoes or even frozen mangoes because this calls originally for one 10 ounce package of frozen mango chunks that have been thawed. You could certainly use an equivalent weight of fresh mango for mango mustard barbecue sauce. It also calls for one cup prepared yellow mustard, one cup cider vinegar, a half cup honey, one tablespoon Worcestershire sauce, one teaspoon dried thyme, a half teaspoon each dried oregano, cumin, cayenne, salt, and ground black pepper. And again, 10 ounces of either frozen mango chunks have been thawed or fresh mango. So combine all those ingredients in a saucepan over medium heat. Cook for 30 minutes, stirring frequently. Then working in batches if needed, transfer the mixture to a blender and puree until smooth. Cool, then refrigerate in sealed glass jars for up to two weeks if you don't intend to use it immediately or that's the time that leftovers will keep. And that makes two and a half cups of mango mustard barbecue sauce. One to consider for the Memorial Day weekend coming up as your outdoor cooking menus are taking off along with refreshing mango soup and the delicious desserts in my most recent column published in the Meal Tribune food section under the name The Whole Dish. 
for sticky rice with mango and mini pina colada pavlovas. This podcast is one in about 200 podcasts that I have been producing for the Mail Tribune since 2018. That's been a compliment, a companion to more than 15 years of blogging for the Mail Tribune under the name The Whole Dish. My regular blog posts and this podcast will be discontinued for the time being as I'm moving into a different role in the Mail Tribune, taking on some new responsibilities to manage more of the Mail Tribune's lifestyles features. But you can find updates from my home garden, from my home kitchen, and just out and about in the Rogue Valley discovering food on my website, which is also called The Whole Dish. It's at thewholedish.com. You can migrate over there and find photos, what's cooking, what's going on in the garden, along with curated blog posts from many, many, many over the years and curated podcasts, again, from these 200 episodes at thewholedish.com. There's also an opportunity to sign up there for a monthly newsletter with, again, some of these features, some of these updates in the food scene, and a chance to interact with me and share some of your stories. Check out thewholedish.com and revisit some of my blog posts at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish and my most recent podcast at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading the whole dish.